This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. But it is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here. It's not. It's me, Matty J on 98.9 Northwest FM, in studio with Mr. Alamdeep Singh. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but Mr... <laughs> Uh, Tyrone Cabral, how you doing, guys? Yeah, not too bad. Good. I'm just a bit surprised to see this man. He's not a ghost. He was not missing in action. He's actually here. Where have you been, Tyrone? Where have you been? <laughs> and we've also got online uh, the one and only Booby. His name he's known as uh, Booby. Booby. <laughs> 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 Hello, I'm very well. I'm very well. We should we should explain why you call me. It's not some sort of you know romantic pet name. I mean, I, mean it I, is. I like to think it is. I like to think it, it is, is, but it's um, it comes from that that movie Chopper Reed starring Eric Banner, and uh, Eric has a fight. Well, Chopper has a fight with his girlfriend. I think it was Tracy in the film, and you know she calls him Booby. She keeps calling him Booby, like everybody Booby, because he goes, and we've probably said this before, but he goes, he goes, you know, who, who, who have you been, you know rooting who have you been having sex with you know and and she's a prostitute that's her job and so she's like everybody booby <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like come here booby you know it just started from that so from that. obviously you and i are quite a big fans of that movie it's a cracker movie it's yeah a- we do we do like yeah, that fast. eric banner went and lived with um him for like two weeks or something just to just to get his mannerisms and, and also yeah exactly bloody nailed it um eric banner would love to have you on the show um but yeah Chopper and Booby is where that comes from. We are also joined online by Mr. Scotty Doe Johnson. How are you, Scott? Oh, I'm doing quite well. How's everybody else? Very good, mate. Very good. Uh, uh, good to see you and good to see your houses coming along more and more every day, my friend. It's getting there. It's getting there. I've got some new pictures. I'm just going to get yeah. some frames and I'll uh, put those ones up. Just notice that. You've got a Ford GT in the, in the I like your little car wall there, Scotty. There's, there's quite a... Array, and then all the uh, uh, Hot Wheels cars across the top and on the bottom there too. Has oh, Scotty still got the box? Thirty-one. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I still got it. <laughs> still not moving. It's moving it from moves. time to time. Has Rich come from a man that's missing both his knees? Yeah. In this cold winter, you know. So for those listening, uh, Tyrone's basically wearing some. Um, some torn kind of jeans, which uh, I think about 10 years out of fashion. <laughs> but, uh, I think he'll, still he'll let me know this Balenciaga or something. Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no Gucci. No Gucci. Yeah. Right. We'll move on. Don't embarrass myself anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, do some car updates. We'll start with, well, we'll start with Tyrone because we haven't seen Tyrone in a very, very long time. Tyrone, updates with you, my friend. Uh, welcome back to the show and what's happening in your end of the world. All right, so there is an update. Mm-hmm. So there is <gasps> a new car. <gasps> it is a Lamborghini Aventador <laughs> that has um, XR6 written on the back of it. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a it's a 2009 XR6 um, FG. So 
Sold at the you Ranger. Know the, one that the Chevrolet key? No, Just... that's not mine. That's Matt's. <laughs> that's, 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 that's my cruise. Thank you very much. Jealous of my cruise. What are you doing on the cruise? It's, it's a, a I turn around for one second, everyone's got a new car. <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, just sold, sold the Ranger, um, got a, yeah, just got a temporary car, I'm guessing, but I don't know, see how we go with, uh, sometimes the temporary cars hang around a while, you get get to like them. Yeah, no, it's, uh, um, it was actually a good deal. So me and Maddie went down So this all, (laughs) if everyone is wondering, this all happened within a span of. A week, five days, I say, yeah. <laughs> a week. So, anyways, I had I had the range up for sale. Guy came, looked at it. As you know, a lot of time wasters normally rock up, but this guy came up, looked at it, liked it, drove it, and then yeah, put down a deposit for it. Next day, paid it, paid it out. So, um, yeah, and then I looked online and I found this car. It was at a dealer, uh, one of those wholesale dealerships, and went down, had a look at it. It had uh, a respray done on it um about five grand worth of work done in the last two years so everything was all done ready for for roadworthy um and then yeah i liked it picked it up and it actually actually was more inclined to buying this car because the dealership gave me five years warranty with it comprehensive five-year warranty so um yeah so yeah just liked it picked it up and then yeah started driving that so that's the that's where it's at what is it I told you, 2009 FG XR6. I had an FG XR6. Yeah, the LPI. Yeah, you didn't give me one either. Yeah, I should have kept both yeah. of them cars. I could have done weddings. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, yours yeah, is but... the same shape. What was that? Yours is the same shape, but just not Eco LPI. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is a temporary car, but with this car, you can do a lot of things with it. So <laughs> I've already got a log list <laughs> lined up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it petrol or dual fuel at least? No, nah, it's petrol. Petrol. No. Nah. How's an Indian gonna drive a non-dual fuel, you know, XR6? <laughs> well, I don't want to blow up in a non-factory, a non-factory LPG converted car, you know. No, they they run fine. Yeah, you get like the the newer systems that are like the injection ones, yeah. like the Eco LPIs. Pretty good fuel economy and power. Well, how much are you getting uh, on average for your petrol? Oh, I just started driving it. So <laughs> I literally just got it on Saturday, so it's sitting at about 11, 11 liters at the moment. Yeah, ninety one. Uh yeah, ninety one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, nah. It's better than the Ranger, trust me. I mean, look, the Ranger, <laughs> the Ranger was getting nine point something liters per hundred k's, but filling that thing up a week was like, yeah, probably twice as much as what I filled this one up for. Yeah, Ranger had nice heated seats. I remember. Yeah, yeah well, what for? Yeah, you don't need it. When he picked me up to go look at this, this Ranger, the first thing I did was turn on the heated seats, and he just yeah. he's like, he's, he's, he's like, you're an idiot. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I guarantee you've never used the heated seats no, in that car. I've never, not on the driver's passenger side has been used heaps, so not driver's side, no. <laughs> never, never, never worn out. Actually, no, no, there is a functionality for the heat seats. When you get takeaway, you put on the passenger <laughs> seat and you put the heated seat on max, it keeps the takeaway yeah. warm. Yeah. I've done that with pizza. It's great. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Uh, so that's it. So, so that's the, the XS6. So it's a nice color. It's a, yeah, it's a green. Breeze, it's called. Breeze green. Oh, yeah. breeze, yeah. Breeze. It's a nice green, green metallic, which is actually really good, yeah. But yeah, interior, everything looks like like top notch. Everything was done. Roof lining was done. Um, mm, that's common. 
Yeah. So roof lining was done. And I just picked up actually, so I picked up from from Facebook Marketplace actually got a um you know those uh what they call oh well there's some of them called electric mirrors, but you know those photochromatic mirrors or whatever they call them that change um dim when uh high beams are on behind you. So I got mm-hmm. that from a FG uh G six E. Um, so that with some with the center 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 lights and stuff like that, a guy was selling it. So seventy bucks posted with the wiring loom and everything like that. They're going on uh, eBay for like one hundred twenty bucks each. So yeah, it's pretty good for that. So you can't that. be dipping your own mirror, Tyrone. You need that to be dipped for you. Yeah, exactly. Not used to the auto dipping. Yeah, he's he's not used to pleb cars like we used to, uh, Edward. And, and I was um, you know how cars have the little the manual switch thing to dim the bottom mirror. I was in my I've been driving my Honda City this last week. I'm still driving it tonight, and uh, I went to dip it last night, and I went, it doesn't even have that that lever. <laughs> you just you just move it. You know? It's like you can't get any more base than that. Yeah, no, everything's all good. Yeah. Not much more. So, so that that's that's the latest with you. Yeah. So, it's nice color. Drives really well. Um, it'll it'll be reliable and it'll do everything that you need it to do. So yeah. That, that's and it's a cool color. Great color. I like that color. Yeah. Um, Edward Bunting. Hello. Well, as I said, been driving around the city. Uh, before that, I was driving around the Tarago for about a week and a half. I've been really just sort of cycling through the cars. Um, the Lancer I picked up on Saturday, that's had the rear bumper bar sprayed because it was a bit chippy from things getting loaded in and out. Um, Why do you still have the Triago with one man driving it? There's oh, like an eight-seater with one man driving it. An eight-seater, yeah, that's right. It's an eight-seater. I, do, I quite I enjoy driving it, and it's very handy for moving. People doing, you know, Uber drop-offs. Well, or I mean, like, not daily, but, like, for example, my friend's having a birthday at a winery in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, I don't drink that much. So I said, well, I, I can drive us all out there. And they go, great. Like, you know? I was going to say he's secretly a Polynesian. He's got a massive family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those guys that's got lives dual lives. You know, I've got a whole family stashed somewhere and then I've got this other life of single life, you know, and, and, and the lies, the lies, I just keep them going. And at Christmas time, right, I had to pick up a massive poster from Sydney that I bought and I just put it in the Tarago. I just drove up in there, drove back with the, you know, it was, it's very handy. It's a van. Um, a My brother-in-law needed to move his three-seater couch and mattresses and shit. Bang! All goes in the Tarago. Not a problem. Swallows it. A three-seater couch in the Tarago. I put a three-seater couch in that, and they said to, he said to me, "There's no way that'll fit in the Tarago." And I said, "I reckon it will. It'll be down to the millimeter, but I reckon it will." And it did. <clears throat> it did. Was it like a bees whizzle? Like the space? Or what, what oh, the space? it was. It was like millimeters either end, but you know, I could still drive it ten minutes down the road. I put my seat forward a little bit, but. It got in there. Wait, without taking the other seats out? No, because what you do is you lie them all. If you take them out, all you've got to use is the, the floor bit. So behind the two front seats, there's the sort of the, the hump where the engine is, mm-hmm. and you can rest your feet on it, you know, if you're sitting in the back seat. And then that's a flat floor to the back. But when you lie the seats down, they're all at one level, so you can use that bit behind the front seats as an extra foot of of um you know luggage space so i just lie the seats all flat it's like a giant shelf and you just feed the couch in all the way up to the back of the front seats and it swallows an amazing amount of stuff 
Edward, you got to say Dosimata Taragas. Excellent choice Dosimata of words. The dining table, my my uh, my brother-in-law's dining table. That in it went. Sorry. Anyway, so very handy cartel and That's why I still have it. What else have I been doing? So Lance's rear bars painted. Picked that up. That's booked in for Rego early June. So really, I've just got. To, I'm just waiting for that Rego appointment. Um, and that drives really well. I'm actually very impressed with that little 2.4 liter Lancer. You can spin the wheels like it's. It's genuinely punchy off the line because it's it's not a typical two liter motor. It's, it's bigger engine in it, um, which is mid range. Yeah, it's got torque, mate. It's got mid range torques. It's basically a Magna in a smaller body. Yeah, um, that's what the fans want. Then what else? Oh, I the Moak alternator died a few weeks back. So not that I've been driving it a lot because it's still not registered yet. It's just on the on the trade plate, but. Um, the alternator light wouldn't go out or the battery charge light. And then it died when my friend Tommy was um, with me in the car and was like, oh, God, we have to push it. Anyway, so I pulled the alternator off myself because it's right at the front of the engine. I took it to get reconditioned um, $250 later, which I thought was not too bad. They'd redone all the brushes and put a new regulator in it. Um, I bolted it back on on Saturday and, yeah, the ignition light went out and I was like, all right, I think we're, I think we're back charging again. So I took it for a spin. It didn't die. It felt all right. So I think job done. So that's good because at least I can drive it now to get other stuff done when I get money. I'll um I'll go and get the shocks done and this and that and a few more things to make it make it roadworthyable. What else have I done? I think that's it. I don't think anything else car wise. So um those that are in the uh you know group chat would know. I was trying to remove the stereo of the MX5 because my initial plan was just to keep it very OEM, just plug in the um, Bluetooth adapter into the mini disc um, port and just kind yeah. of, yeah, just have Bluetooth functionality in stock stereo. And I thought, you know, that I'm good enough. That'll be good enough for me. You know, I can play my music, take some calls, whatever I need to do. I still haven't been able to get that damn stereo out. And so I've, had, I've had about $58 that's super cheap to get the you know proper stereo removal tools that didn't work i then betrayed myself and my friends and went to autobahn <laughs> i got the removal tools from there those didn't work you know and i lost a couple of iq points there which we'll discuss later <laughs> um and now i'm just really i'm pissed off to the point where i'm like once i get the stereo out it's staying out <laughs> so i went and bought myself a cheaper android unit that has carplay yeah wireless carplay so that'll be my kind of mainstay from this point on is it the one where you plug in a cigarette lighter and it works? No, no, this oh, is actual, it's a full, oh. full screen, a dual yeah. double in stereo. Um, I was just thought, you know, if I'm going to pull it out, I'm just going to change it this time. And then if I do ever sell it, I'll okay. sell it with the old stereo and they can deal with it. Because, my God, it's still not out. Like, I've still got the, the actual <laughs> removal pins in there. They just sit in the car and like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit of a hassle. That's, that's the one thing that's been uh, kind of plaguing me so far. Initially, I was never like that keen on it, but... Once you get used to having CarPlay in your regular it's, it's car, a nice thing. yeah, it's just a nice thing. Like you can just be like, "Hey, you know, phone assistant, navigate me to this address, or just change the music, or whatever." And so that becomes once that becomes mainstay, you you kind of do miss it when you're in the MX5. So mine just keeps taking me to Broadmeadows for some reason. Yes, yeah. maybe all my people are there. It knows it knows who you are. <laughs> you can take the boy out of the kebab, but you can't take the kebab out of the boy. <laughs> uh, uh, very good, very good. But yeah, hopefully we'll get it out with your help, Maddie. After this, yeah, we are, we'll, we'll uh, I'll go home without a stereo. You know, that's fine with a big gold hole in my dash. I'm the, I'm the radio guru, as you guys know. Yeah, but um, yes, watch this space, and maybe we'll put up a photo on the uh, the Facebook page of the new stereo. Sounds good. 
Scott, updates with you, my friend. Oh, me. Um, so I ended up having that drama with the wheel bearings and all that from last week. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, so I sent that back. Um, they still reckon that, uh, you know, it's got to do with the different engines and I just gave them the wrong details or something, but there's no way because it's on the website too. If it doesn't fit mine, then why would it fit the manual version? The front bearings aren't going to be any difference with the Gen 3. No. <clears throat> so they're just talking crap. Anyway, sent those back. They're sending me the proper ones. Well, they reckon is the proper ones. So hopefully... I have repainted the rear wing. Um, haven't put it on yet. I still need to polish it and everything. So, uh, so that's all done. I can put that on, and then I'll have to eventually take the um, other piece out. You know where the intercooler is, the hood scoop. I have to take that piece out there and repaint that because that's um, fading to whatever's been painted onto plastic is pretty much faded. So, I'll get that one done, and then it should look all right except for all the stone chips on the front bumper, but I oh, well, can't do anything about that. Yeah. Unless I could respray, but I don't think it's really worth it. I mean, yeah. these Subarus aren't really worth much, so. And it's a good, it's just a good driver, that car too. Like, it just works, so but it, it'll it'll be fine. Yep. Um, I think that's pretty much it on my end. That's it. And lucky, well, second lucky last besides me, uh, who's just joined the chat, is Mr. Adrian DiGiorgio. How are you, Adrian? Hello, how are you? What is this today? We've got like Tyrone in the studio with Adrian joining in. It's yeah. like the prodigal son's oh, return. Episode. The prodigal it's a reunion. Yeah. Yeah, reunion. So many lambs I can slaughter. How is everyone? Good to see your face, buddy. What's happening? Hey, how are you? Good, mate. Good. Good. Good to see you free on a Tuesday to come on and, and visit again and. And have a chat about have a chat about GTRs and supercars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm out. <laughs> um, updates with you, my friend. So, so Edward hasn't doesn't know this, but you are now a Land Rover guy. I am a Land Rover guy. Oh my god! So, if he wasn't enough of a yeah. for punishment in in the BMW, he's now just he's, he's just, uh, what? No, see, the BMW wasn't hey, that this bad. Is what you do. This, is, this is exactly what you do. Like. What's worse than BMW on the reliability <laughs> shelf? Land Rover. Let's go. Uh, maybe. I, I think the question we all have is why? <laughs> well, actually, like, to be honest with you, uh, Land Rover, the Land Rover I've got is, like, one of the most reliable Land Rovers out there. So oh, rewind, no. me, Adrian. You sold the M3? No, it's still there. It's, it's still, still got the bro- broken M3 still there. Yeah, it's definitely broken right now. So you added to the pile and went and bought a what? Disco one. A disco one? I had a disco one. I absolutely love it. I'm just going to say, you're saying you having the most reliable Land Rover is like saying you've got the tallest midget. <laughs> like, Well, <laughs> you know you know the Land Rover, the disco one, it actually has the same drivetrain as what a Defender does. Mm. And the Defender is one of the most reliable and one of the most capable four-wheel drives that's out there in the market. Is yours diesel, uh, Adrian? Uh, no, it's V8 petrol. 3.9 litre? Of fury. Mm. Nah, well, honestly, it is, it's slow. I will be the first one to say that it is very, very slow. Mm. But 
It's not capable. as well as the diesel one that I used to. <laughs> yeah, the diesels aren't good unless you jet them. I I I know that because um I may have bought a second disco and now I've got two of them. Oh, that's normally how it goes. You always have a parts car. Well, I bought I bought the first one, which honestly I think was a steal because it was 180,000 Ks, completely stock. Mm. Um, I was I'm the third owner. The lady that owned it uh, for the majority of the time had it parked up in a garage for ten years because she only ever took it out when she was going kayaking. It was broken because it had, had the bigger roof. <laughs> um, and sold it back. <laughs> and, and yeah, she decided to sell it. And I picked it up for four grand. Not bad. So I, I was really happy with that. But then, as I said, like I bought it, I started going out full driving with it for a bit, as in in stock form and yeah, very capable car going up hills. I'm like, I don't know how this is going up, mm-hmm. uh, but low range in those, is it a manual? Nah, auto, auto. I made yeah. sure I got auto. Cause low range in those is very low. Oh yeah. Um, the only issue, if you want to say that it's an issue is it has the same thing as all the disco ones have, which is the center diff lock shaft. Um, yeah. If you don't go forward driving often and you don't use it, it roughs up. <laughs> but apart from that, like, honestly, it's it's an awesome car. I've got to play around with it a bit now. Um, I bought a second car, which is a diesel. Um, I bought that for all the parts that were on it. So that had the works, as in bull bar, side steps, drawers, uh, lift, winch, uh, a whole heap of uh, spare parts inside like camping stuff and all that, um, roof rack came with it all. So I'm like, all right, I'll pick that up. That was 1800 bucks. Um, and then I slowly been moving all the stuff across, but, uh, something has happened recently and all <laughs> so those dude, parts. Good wait, I was gonna, no, wait, I was, no, I was going to get up to this. Look, the car is good. When Adrian leaves, no, no, no. when Adrian leaves, say, as soon as Adrian touches it, that's what, it's not what you think. <laughs> and then he blames everyone but himself. It's not what you think. Um, up until recently, I had the idea of putting all the parts into the white one, simply because the white one was clean, no rust. The, the blue one that I purchased, the the parts car, was rusty, like on the firewall and all that roof and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't really want to fix the rust and drive that especially being that that's done over 500,000 Ks. But um, recently I have actually started a new job and now all the parts that I got off this other car are useless to me because I can buy them all brand new (laughs) and get warranty with the parts and everything is just just new. So where is this new job, Adrian? Exactly, I was going to ask, where is this new job? So I now work for ARB. Ooh. Oh, yeah. In sales. So I, I now. For an, an outlet store, which bit? Uh, it's a it's, it's a private store um, that I, I work for. But yeah. yeah, I do all the sales and stuff. They do um, fitting there, all that kind of stuff. So if I want, for example, a color coded ARB bar for my, say, Pajero, mm-hmm. I would be seeing you about that. Yes, yes, you can. Mm, At the moment, I don't get any special discount because, as I said, I've just started there. You know, so I, don't, I, I don't get anything yet as well because I've been waiting. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, now I get all that kind of stuff and been quoting up nonstop for the heap of shit ranges. <laughs> well, you so can't attack moving the parts back onto the blue car. <laughs> no, I'm just selling them now. I can't be bothered putting it back on. So I'm just selling everything piece by piece. That right. other car is still giving me stuff. Like, I'm still using parts out of it, like the drawers. Um, I'm using the lift out of it. I'm using the long range tanks. So there is still parts I'm getting out of this car. Don't but... put them in the petrol. What was that? Sorry. Don't put diesel in the petrol from the long range. <laughs> no, no, I got to clean them all out. Once I drop them, I'll, I'll clean them all in properly. Uh, make sure there's no diesel or anything mm. like that in it. But yeah, now it just uh, it's it's just different. So as I said, I got all these parts that are sitting there, and I'm like, I can't do anything with them. <laughs> so, so once once you sell the parts and make enough money to pay back the diesel, can we have fun with the diesel? Like. <laughs> Take it into the bush, yeah, and just roll it or something. No, I don't. <laughs> no, because I got to sell the engine, <laughs> so I got to make money somehow. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so that, that's what's been happening. Uh, M3 has currently been sitting, um, because I may or may not have been driving that and, um, may or may not have done it in an erratic form, and it may or may not have broken apart. Oh. Which is quite vital to the break. Which bit broke on it? Everything. The diff. Yep. Oh, okay. Didn't so, you know, like, a European parts place, you could have just taken them, taken them from there. We have a fine one. Uh, M3 diffs are different to the standard three series diffs. Yeah, but what it actually is is it's not that the diff is broken. What it is is that they get slop in it from when you're trying to go around corners erratically. And um, what that is is the, it's the actual CV shaft trying to pop out of the diff. Um, mm. There's a guy who actually makes a kit for these, which changes bearings, adds, adds shims and all that kind of stuff to stop all the play. And I now need that. Common thing in the M3s, but yeah. So, so what you're saying, Adrian, is you've ruined your BMW and you've decided yeah. that my life isn't hard enough, so I'm now going to buy... Some more cars that are also very, very bad and have problems. Oh, no, the Land Rover is awesome. I, I thrash that off road and I love it. The only, as I said, the only thing, the, the only fault I'm going to say for that car is it's too goddamn slow. It's just slow. As in, you put your foot down today on the freeway and maybe in a week's time you'll get to 100. Like, it's maybe, slow. maybe that's a good thing. Then it won't break. <laughs> Scotty, what were you going to say? <clears throat> uh, when he said there was um, a common problem with the BMW, I was like, yeah, what isn't a common problem with a BMW? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. i I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, look, yeah, I've had that car for three years. I've been thrashing on it nonstop. So, yeah, something's going to give. Yeah. I can still drive it if I want to. It just makes a very loud clunking noise and... I don't like that. Mm. So uh, not, not a fan of it. But yeah, apart, apart from that, as I said, now I've got the Land Rover and you name it, I'm doing it to it and we're going to go away hopefully next year. Mm. Where are you going to go? Up north, around Australia, Uluru? Uh, up north. I want to go Fraser Island, Morton Island, uh, Double Island, I think it's called. Um, Fraser or- Island is amazing. That's right. I took my disco one. I want to go. It was great. 
Make sure you take I, two cars. Make sure you tow the other one behind you. So if one if one screws up, you got the other one to jump in the side and keep, keep going. Uh, yeah, discos always have a parts car, whereas you know people who have Land Cruisers and um, patrols, and- uh, you don't need it. Well, yeah. I'll put it to you this way. So far, I've spent, what is it, 5800 bucks on two discos. Go find a clean Land Cruiser. You're <laughs> no. talking thirty grand. Yeah, exactly right. I'm still winning. <laughs> Toyota tax. Yeah, but they're a Land Cruiser. Exactly. That's why. Or, it's not going to break. You could have 5800 bucks in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather drive around in a disco because it's would cheap. You, would you like slow? It. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've already taken a look. Day. I've already taken a look. You can put an Alice into it very easily. <laughs> I like to see that. I like to see that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Honestly, look, as much as I muck around with it, it's quite a capable car. As I said, I had the car completely stuck. All I had was a set of all-terrains on it because I needed tires straight away for roadworthy. Um, they were the original size, and... I was getting through places that even we had, uh, we're going down the trail and there was three fully kitted out cars coming the opposite way. One was FJ Cruiser, one was a JK Wrangler and then a GU Patrol. I'm talking fully kitted out, lift, winch, uh, bull bar, you name it, it had it on it. And they all laughed and said, you're not going to make it through there. We made it, we made it quite easily. The trail was called the Highway. <laughs> no, it's actually called the Ratcliffe Track. If you ever go take a look at it, go there, you'll see. It was steep, like I'm talking like stupid steep. As in like the road was like that. It was like a good gradient. And I'm just like, uh uh-huh, fair enough. So we'll go down it perfectly fine. There's gonna as it comes to anything when you go off roading. No matter what car you have, it's about where you place the wheels. Place the wheels in a proper place, and it'll be easy. Be stupid. <laughs> What's going to happen? So, we'll see how that yeah. goes, Adrian, uh, and we'll see how your... Uh... Tune in next week when Adrian's broken one of his discos. <laughs> oh, I drove the diesel back, and that was hilarious because I picked that up from Geelong. That's why it had rust in it. <laughs> but uh, that, that, that was a fun trip back because like a good disco... It was broken. Yeah, but it's about right. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, it's good that you've got that part, that part here, because like, you, said, you, you get what you need off it, and now that you work at ARB, you get what you need. So, I'm actually well, that's that's exactly it. So, I'm just, as I said, just taking it day by day now, enjoying the new job, and um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's basically it. Um. All right, Maddie. Explain to us why you have a Chevy key. Well, that's Steph's car. Uh-huh. So, explain why there's a Chevrolet badge on it. Because I don't know. How, I mean, it, I, it's not even her. It's definitely her mum's car, and her mum had, well, I think, lost the key or something, and that's the key that they replaced it with. So, and she rebadges the car as well. No, unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, but so we'll, we'll start with the Forest Star. Um, now. Everyone thought head gasket, head gasket, head gasket. Um, and Ratner still wasn't convinced. He's like, he's like, it smells really rich to be a head gasket. Like, it's, it's just pumping fuel in. Anyway, turns out, because um, he, he replaced the coil, which he, which the car said was having a coil issue. 
replaced that call and it was still doing it. He's like, he's like it, it can't be a call. It's not the, he did all these other tests. It definitely 100% proved that it's not the head gasket. He's like, why is it doing this? Turns out. Was it, was it overheating, yeah? Not overheating because of the, um, uh, it, because of the, it cracked the, cracked the radiator, but it's not overheating now. It's just, um, it's just running really, really rough. It's, it's down a cylinder. Um, right. So he did all these other tests and he's, he's like, it's definitely not a head gasket. He 100% ruled it out. Um, He's like, maybe let's try swap those coils over the ones that are the, the new one and the old and, and like uh, you know one of the ones that are the other cylinders, and then that cylinder started to run off. So the the new coil he bought um, when he when he when he did that and he did the the radiator was faulty. So he's been doing his head in and it turned out to be just the, the faulty brand new coil. So he, he got a genuine Subaru one and now the car is like perfect. Um, and he's like, I'm glad to see the back of that car. I don't ever look at it again. Um, so, so, so that's that's back with my sister. I will be driving my mom's Camry this week because I'm going to be putting in. I'm going to be updating it to 2023 with uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto stereo and reverse camera and all that. Um, so I'll be doing that, chipping away at that yeah, a couple, you know, as we go throughout, you know, every night this week. Um, what else have I? What else have I done? Uh, I had more people call, uh, sorry, message me on about the uh, LT. It's it's always the uh. hold it. Is this still for sale? Yes. <laughs> and then I get nothing up, not, not nothing back. So uh, they don't want to buy. They just want to know if it's still for sale. Wait, did you get that for free? Oh man, it comes back to this. Still there. Hey, hang on, hey. Didn't you get that for free? Yeah, you did. did. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, maybe you're trying you to sell a car. Maybe you got that'll be his free. most reliable car. Oh, I would not touch that Ford with a ten foot pole. Uh, you guys, you guys no, don't want no. to talk about the LTD, but it's it's been a great car. So uh, it's it's a wannabe VIP car. Pretty <laughs> Um, so that's been that. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it in my uh, updates. Wait, that still doesn't explain why you're driving a cruise. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so, so my sister got a car back today. My mom was driving my laser, and I just took Steph's car to work today. Very good. Okay. So that that's the answer. I want to go pick up my pick up my laser a bit later. But anyway, um, tonight's topic, gentlemen, is is questions that our viewers and listeners want to know. Uh, so I, I put a post uh, yesterday about any, yes, you did any topics that you guys want us to talk about and and uh, on the show, and, and we'll give you a shout out and um, and basically you know we can we can all have our discussion points. Now, first question is um, by James Billingsley. He asks. Um, what is a truly awful car that you love and why? Now, Adrian, we already know the answer. You've got you own two of them. But the uh, in terms of a truly, like, that we all can agree is like a terrible car, but you kind of like it and why. What is a truly awful car? Like, how do we define a truly awful car? Like, the people that. A U Falcon. Oh, yeah, but they're the most reliable car. Yeah, they are, the they are not. They're they rust buckets. They will beat your they BMW are, any day. They, and they your disco any day. <laughs> they belong in a toilet. Yeah. They will beat your disco and BMW with two cylinders down. <laughs> ah. um, Just because they're the cockroach of the automotive world. No. Edward Bunting. Uh, this is. Uh, we'll start with you. What is a car that, that you that you? It's a truly awful car that we can all agree is a piece of junk, but you actually kind of like. The Tarago. <laughs> I mean, hey, the Tarago is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You can't say that they're awful. They were popular back in their day, and they're popular now. 
Um, uh, that was awesome at the Japanese day car show. Yeah. Back in that thing. That's right. We sat in the back. Well, what do I own that's truly awful, mate? Is the Renault 16 a truly awful car? Yeah, I like the Renault 16. It's not a truly awful car. Um, All right, I don't get a chance to think about it, Ed. I'm going to put down the Hyundai XL. XL? Yes. <laughs> That is that an awesome like, car. You know, a tr- look, by, it's not going to win any awards for design features. <laughs> look, the engines were terrible. the the They're transmissions awesome. The transmissions were terrible. Like, the yeah. car looked terrible. Oh, yeah, come on. But, 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 but all the people like seen... they served a purpose for P players. All right, I have seen... want to do the first stereo. People as want to pull the first handbrake yeah, or play some Macca's trays, <laughs> you know, they served a purpose. And unfortunately now you can't grab them cheap anymore because yeah. they're all cra- or like wrecked or like rally cars, but they were terrible pieces of shit that the people that needed. See, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I have seen an XL beat a Ferrari on a track. Absolutely. With my eyes. They what, are not a terrible car. What is that thing? They're overall... Overall, they are a terrible car. Right, look, no. Would anyone? No one really wanted to own one. It's just you kind of. I would own an one. XL over an AU any day of the week. God. Well, that's just because you're a troubled man. <laughs> no, with, that's because AUs are terrible. AUs are terrible. Yeah, you also said GTI is terrible. terrible. So they're, they're a glorified, not even a taxi. They're just a glorified heap of junk. No, they're a taxi. When they when they got brought out of the. Um, factory where they made it should have just gone straight to the scrapyard. Well, there's a reason why there's so many AUs on the road. Exactly. The still, still, uh, that's because we're in Australia and we are surrounded they'll by do, bogans. They'll do and they're all, times. oh yeah, real drive. Oh, now, now, they're serving the purpose of like really cheap drift cars. They are, yeah. You know, yeah. you weld a diff, you throw in a T5 you're and you're having a great time. I still stand with what I said. I said skids. <laughs> well, see, Excellent. To answer your question, Alan, uh, I mean, I don't know if Edward would agree with me about about, the, about this, this next point, but my uncle bought one brand new back in '95. So Why? He, Not his there fault. Was so many other choices. Okay. Well, the story goes: the reason why he bought that car is because his friend, his, his name is Jin Yong, and he he was from South Korea, and he's like, and he's like, don't buy an Australian car, buy a proper you know, engineered Korean car. And Korean car. Korean. So yeah. If you're in the '90s and someone says proper engineered and Korean, they're lying. <laughs> yeah. They're lying. It's not right. It's not right. So my, my uncle foolishly was like, "Oh well, Jin Young's Jin Young's my good friend. He, he wouldn't lie to me." Buys his XL, and it, I think to this day still has it, and it's done well over three hundred thousand k's. I think he replaced the transmission at two hundred and fifty. Um, but apart from that, it has been perfect. It, like, the, like okay, it's falling apart. And it was falling apart from the day you go, like interior interior trims are plastics, but miserable. But mechanically, they're quite a tough, robust little car. Hence the reason why they make a great tracker. Now, I spoke to, and and he is a listener of the show, Reed from Harkon Suspension. He said to me, he had seen, um, he, he was driving a GTR and was getting like corner bombed and dive bombed by all these XLs and he couldn't shake them. Yeah. <laughs> they are ridiculous. It's like, they are the... That they are the mini of today. Well, that's a big call. And they are the mini of today. What were the minis doing in the touring car championship with the Mustangs? Hmm. That, that is Beating the- them in the corners. But- Beating them in the corners. Top of the mountain, they were destroying the Mustangs. That is true. That is true. And what are the XLs doing today? As soon as you got corners, the Ferraris can't even beat them. 
Well, I mean, I would much rather throw out a five hundred dollar XL than a. Huffy. I rest my case. I'd rather throw it on a supercar if I could afford it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that, that's, that's a lot of money. Um, and, and would you agree with the XL being a terrible car? Yeah, I, I sort of. Um, yeah, they're a, ter- a pretty terrible car in some respects, but I like. I sort of like that second gen more than the first gen. You know, the 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 one that was more roundy. You know, the thirteen nine ninety drive away. I like um, I like those. A good clean one of those, I think, is cool. I like how you remember how much it was too. Yeah, well, they were one of the first to do that drive away. Never get a good clean one. They all been trashed by people. Yeah, they were, they were all trashed. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one. I was I was going to say Magnus too. You know, like Adrian and I sort of like Magnus as to, as to a few other listeners of this show. But, you know, early Magnus can be troublesome in some areas, uh, but I've got a soft spot for them. So that's that's a car that some people would think is awful, but I quite like. Look, Magnus are terrible cars. They're just a terrible car. They're not. But I, ha- I have to agree with you. I have a soft spot for them. Yeah, I've got, got a soft spot for those. But they're terrible cars. <laughs> Not in every respect. What about you, uh, Me. Uh, it's hard to really distinguish what's truly awful and if I'd even like it. But I guess if you're thinking about reliability wise, I would say Alpha. Mm-hmm. Pretty much anything from Alpha Romeo. Like you just, they're so unreliable and you don't know what's going to happen. But I just like them. They just look fantastic. They sound good. They do. Oh yeah, they can sound. Some of them do. Mm. The um, small V sixes and that that you could get them in. Yeah, just something about it. Uh, And I guess if you're thinking about awful cars, if it comes to reliability, if it's in that category, then you'd slot it in there. But you know, I I could have easily said BMW, but BMW just sucks anyway. So would would you? I'd probably say that if you had to say reliability, just about everything European. Like there isn't a lot of European cars that are actually like properly reliable. You got to go back a few years. Yeah, like honestly, I'm trying to think of stuff like the Amarox. They went downhill for uh, sorry Volkswagen. They went down um, quite a bit in reliability. Uh, early 2000s, I'd say. They've come back a bit now. No, they haven't. <laughs> Ask him. Uh, <laughs> no, like the Amarok's are really good. Um, you see the prices of their new ones coming out? Fucking hell. Yes, yeah, they're not rubbish. worth the money. What a yes, joke. Well, Volks, uh, Volkswagen and Ford are now together. So technically the Amarok is just a Ranger rebadged. They're a Ranger... With their, I don't know if they're using the actual Rangers V6. No, no, it's different engine, different engine. I think it's four cylinder turbo. It's a Ranger headlight. (laughs) And body. Volkswagen said it's um good emissions. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this time (laughs) better than what Ford get with theirs. So yeah, I can't say that. Maybe Mercedes, like the earlier stuff. Oh, yeah, hands down. Reliability of the old Mercs. Yeah. I like Mercs. They were a good car. Oh, yeah. I'm saying they were reliable. You can't say they're an awful car. They are good. Nah, that's... Uh, Actually, depends on the Merc. Yeah, it depends on the Merc, yeah. (laughs) If it's an ML, it's a trash car. They belong in the bin. Yeah. I I do like the... uh, What do you got? What's a bad car that you actually kind of like? 
Um, Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's gone. Yeah. So it is. No. Nah. Um, Do you still have your Ranger? No. Oh, yeah. You went here. No, I don't have no. it. Just sold it. I got a. <laughs> no, I got an XR6. Oh, God. Um, Picked up an AU. Yeah. <laughs> Tickford. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't know. Um, I'm out. I think Nissan Titus. You like Nissan? No, I don't like them. They're good, reliable car. No, they are. They are. But they just look ugly. <laughs> They're just the ones that look ugly. Car. The Nissan Duke is a terrible car. Yeah. yeah. They're you know terrible. What my gears like been Volkswagen up. Exclamation mark. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. No, hey, hey, that thing's amazing. Even Moo no. says it's amazing. No, it's not. Yeah, we're in the car. We're going to this exit. And he's like, oh, I hate those things. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? And he points over there. He's with an up exclamation mark. He's like, he's like well, what kind of a car is that? He, he's just losing his mind over the up. <laughs> They're grouse cars. Yeah. Smart cars. Yeah, Smart cars like, are terrible. You know what? Apollo's too small. I'm mean, sorry, too big. Yeah. Apollo's way too big. I need something way smaller. There's well, look at the minis. The minis are, are like the size of a normal hatchback these days. Yeah. They're no longer a mini. I've got one for you guys. It's a truly awful car. The, the redo Fiat 500. I actually kind of like them, even though they're a terrible car. Yeah, but Actually, they're not as bad as you think. Uh, one of my mates just bought one and... Honestly, yeah, there's like twenty. There's like, why he just bought exactly, one. there's like twenty going on sale for uh, twenty one cars. Uh, he he bought a twenty twenty three one, so it's brand new. But he drove it to Warnable and back, and it's actually it hasn't broken down yet. No, it's actually quite a good vehicle. So it shouldn't. It's brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until the one day after warranty. There's something wrong with it at that stage. <laughs> well, that, that was that first day after warranty. I'm going to be getting a call. Hey, Adrian, can you come and uh, uh, tow the vehicle? <laughs> He's just driving down the street. The doors fall off. The wheels fall off. Like, Someone I've seen, they're like happy little down. things. Yeah. yeah. And so when they work, I'd imagine they're, they're, they're nice. Fun. They're fun. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. But like at the same time, do you want to be known as like the guy that has <laughs> the P500? Well, no, I want to be the guy that's got the P500 bath. Ooh. Which is, which is fun. Yeah, the bath is different. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like the, the, the standard farm because I'm a big fan of the original uh, Cinquecento. I think it's one of the most coolest little cars ever. Um, and I would love to own one. Hideously, hideously expensive. Um, so the new ones, like I think out of like the Mini and the Fingal, um and I guess that, it's probably the most kind of, it's, I think they, they nailed the styling on the Fiat 500 on, on, the, on the new one. I think they really did that well. Um, I think I'd buy a Fiat 500 over a New Mini. Okay. I don't like the new Minis. They're a BMW. <laughs> and you own a BMW. Um, Adrian, just, just putting it into context, uh, you own a BMW. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I generally like those. I'll be the first one to say the BMWs are terrible. But you know what I'm also going to say, um, Adrian? I'm also going to say E46 BMWs. I still like the way they look. I think they're, I think they're the right size. I, well, think, I think they're a pretty car. Just, the coupes, I know they're hideously unreliable, and they're not. They're not no, so it depends on which coupe you buy. Because if you buy like a three hundred and thirty Ci, they just keep going and going and going, and then even if they die, it's only because of something stupid, and then they keep going again. 
they're actually one of the more reliable cars, hence why people like the drift of them as well. But just don't go buy an M3 because they're terrible. What about um, Ed's little soft spot for the Honda when you could get a Tesla that would do everything better, but is still, you know, price-wise? Honda, Honda E. But then you, you got that love for that Honda E. Yeah, like just the Honda E is a more characterful car. Than a Tesla. Price, price and performance wise, the Honda E is not going to live up to a Tesla ever. But man, they look good. Yeah, cute. I, I like it better. You know, I'd be happier driving and owning that than I would a Tesla. There, there is one car that lives up to the Tesla. It's called the Dodge Demon One Hundred and Seventy. Oh my god! <laughs> of course, of they're course. cheap in America. <laughs> and they're quicker than the Teslas. So okay, so let, let, let's let's take a, let's take a back a step. So so the cars that that, that we that we that we say that we like are awful cars are Hyundai XL, the new Fiat five hundred, um, E forty six era BMW, uh, Magnus, Magnus. Uh, what did you say, Tita? Uh, and what, what was that for you? What was that for you, Ed and Scott? I, I think we'll be covering them. Okay, I'm trying to think of like like if Rob was here, he would probably say the piece of Honda E. But again, a lovable car. But if you're buying a Honda e here in Australia, if you're getting one imported, that is a truly awful decision, I feel. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a bad financial yeah. decision. Yeah. I mean, if I had the money, I'd definitely do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what a goof would it be? be? Like, yes, I know you've got, you know, you spent less money in your Tesla and it's faster, but check it out. It's a Honda e. <laughs> you know? Oh, can you drive you can over to You can do that. I'll, I'll just go do that in the dodge. It's fine. Might cost three times more, but it doesn't matter. It's faster and it runs on gasoline. We call it petrol here in this country. <laughs> no, no, you gotta go get it full of American. It's gasoline. Yeah. Alcohol. It's gasoline. <laughs> uh, Edward, I know you gotta go, but we'll, we'll do we'll, we'll get one more question if you can before you Not just yet. Yeah, keep going. I'll, I'll do a quick one um for uh, Mr. Adam Metax Ward asking about Mighty Car Mods and their new uh, what is it? The high low, the high low cash of trash. Yeah, cash of trash versus the donut media's one of like you know high low. Look, I, I think it's different enough where Marty is forced to look in the bin. <laughs> I, I, I with, like with it. The, the, the the donut media one. They're still buying both items, and they're just yeah yes. trying to find the cheapest. Whereas in this case, there's fabrication and actual I guess bin chickening going on. So I feel it's different enough, and it's you could say it's inspired by. But it's, I'd say it's its unique enough. Uh, look, anything you, you could... I just finished watching the exhaust episode. That they, they literally just... S15? Um, yeah, the S15 exhaust. I actually prefer the Mighty Car Mods one over the Donut Media one for the only reason of what you just said. It's fabrication. It, it's about finding the cheapest of the cheap. It, it, it means that you're using you know, bin parts... You use the bin parts. It just it makes it exciting because it's like, what can you find in order for it to beat the stuff that is online, that is for sale? And people are coming around. High... Go people are coming around to the uh, the Peugeot now. Uh, <laughs> Initially, it was very much in favor of the uh, the Swift. The now punk. people are coming around to the Peugeot. It's it's the, the real punk, you know, yeah. it's a real bin underdog. Oh, that, that exhaust sound was. Oh, that, <laughs> the exhaust no. sounds better in the Persian yeah. than it does in Swift. Yep. Did you watch the episode? I'm telling you. Oh, I was, I was watching. Exhaust. it. I was laughing. 
He did wonders. That cannon. And did you see the way you put it on too? It's like on the angle. Yes. Full JDM style. <laughs> um, another question from James. Uh, what is your car that got away? Now, Edward, I think I've got a feeling of what I know what yours is. Um, it, does, it have, does it have a three-pronged star? Uh, on it. Oh, the one that got away. Is this one that I never got to buy or one that I yeah. that I bought and let I sold? It could be either one of those because it wasn't very really clear, but I, I was gonna go with uh, I was gonna say the one that, that you could have bought and then there you can't get it. Or or the, I, I thought it was or, the other way. Or that you've owned, um yeah. sold, you're like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have sold De- dealer's choice, dealer's choice. Yeah. All right. The one that the one that I came so so close to buying, but didn't line up was a, a Mercedes Pagoda, which back when I was talking about buying this car, it, it was a client at the dealership where I worked and he said, oh, I've got to sell this old Merc. And I'm like, oh yeah, what is it? And he starts talking to 280 SL Pagoda, Australian delivered, blue with the cream upholstery. I'm like, mm, keep talking. And um, it needed some work on the transmission. I went and looked at it. I drove it and I said to him, I will... And I was going to have to borrow a shitload of money and like sell every other car that I owned. So I kind of was doing the sums on that with the, and I got the finance approved to do it. Um, and then I was just going to have to hock some cars to bring the debt down. But um, yeah, I uh, I said to him, okay, when you're ready to sell it, ring me and I'll, I just want to get a, get it checked out on a hoist to make sure it's not rusty underneath. It's a, it's a hell of a lot of money and it's a car that is quite, um, yeah, prone to rust and very expensive issues. So you want to you want someone to crawl under it and have a look. Um, anyway, next thing I uh, I know it's been sold and um, I didn't even get a chance. You know, like he didn't 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 ring me. Um, even though I'd been to test drive it and spoken to him about it, I said ring me as soon as I can get it looked at. That was it. It was gone. So I was like, well, positives. He saved me a lot of money. Um, negatives. Pagoda that got away. That's the one. That's the one car. That's the one. Yep. And the one that you sold, that's the one that got away? or, or, or The one that I sold that got away. I get occasionally a little bit sad about my MG Midget. You know, that was a fun little British roadster. Um, it was a very pretty little car, red with black upholstery. And it was exactly what I wanted. I, you know, I, I wanted that car for so many years. And then I had it for 13 years, so I gave it a good stint. But, um, yeah, occasionally I still think, oh, a nice little blast in the Midget would be fun. So that's probably – I don't regret selling it, but it's one that I was, I was like, oh, had the same thing with my S-Class, that 430 V8 that you drove, Maddie. It was like, oh, that's a cracking car. I shouldn't be selling this. But sometimes you just, you just got to move on. You know, uh, one of my students, his dad's got an uh, NAMX5, and I'm like, oh, what did you do have before? And he's like, oh, he had a, he had a midget. And I'm like, that's what it. That's exactly what it. Like, that's the, that seems like pr- progression that midget owners have. They go from – yeah. You go from a, a rear drive, leaky, rattly, unreliable British sports car to a rear drive, beautifully refined, but still fun sports car. So it's a common, yeah, it's a common trajectory. They're the two. What about you, Scotty? Ones that got away. I think when I'm back in the market looking at um, some cars when I had a bit of dosh, um, probably a... So, yeah, I'm oh, sorry, Honor, you got to go. We'll talk to you later. Well, thanks, Bye, guys. Talk soon. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, Ed. Probably a mid-90s Porsche Carrera. 
Um, we picked one of them up and it had like the full GT3 body kit on it. Um, I wish I snapped that up. That would have been have a lot of fun and worth a lot now. Uh, it was pretty cheap at the time. What else is there? There was uh, uh, at a time quite a lot of drift cars popping up here and there, one straight from um, Japan right. um, that you could actually buy. You could just use it track only, but they were ready and so cheap. Um, if you just grabbed that and now just stripped it for parts, you'd make a fortune. Um, I remember a 32 GDR with the old um, T51R turbo attached to it. It was worked off its head. Um, that, that was cheap. That would have been a lot of fun. Probably not so much as a daily. Would have been a bit of a bitch to drive. Um, probably C C32 Mercedes. Kind of wish I bought one of those and gave them a go, but I didn't. Went else. Would have been good. I don't know how what they're like to drive, but you know I was kind of lined up, ready to get one. But I know the dealer had already sold it on me, so couldn't get that one. That would have been fun. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. That's all that I've kind of gone through and just wish that maybe I dabbled in and had a good run with. And the car that you owned, that, that's the one that got away? No, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> we all know. Adrian. Yes. Okay, your car that, got um, away, that you could have purchased on the car that you got away that you wish you could sell. So the only one that I... Actually, there's two that... I got away that I could have purchased. Um, first one was when I purchased the Chaser. <sighs> Stupidly, I decided not to spend an extra five grand and buy an R33 GTR because I don't know why. Bad decisions. Um, and the second one was actually sent to me from Tyrone. Unfortunately, the week after I purchased the Chaser, a Plymouth Duster decides to pop up at exactly the same amount oh, yeah. of money. <laughs> and I love my Mopars. So that one kind of hurt. Yeah. We wish I got that. That, that was good V8. You got a 318 in it. Uh, manual. That, that thing was awesome. But now they cost just as much as what a Challenger does. So kind of disappointed about it. Probably just as much as a chaser is now, isn't it? Especially a manual one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chasers are through the roof, but so I still don't regret getting rid of mine. It was fun while I had it, but... Hey, at least you can say you've had one, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. I don't know. You've I just... It. I feel the chaser always, to me, had the same feeling about it as like what a Skyline does. Which is the grouse and everything. There's nothing wrong with them, but they're just too overplayed in the market of Australia. Like, to me, it doesn't do anything for me. Well, the Chase is uh, just a family car. There's nothing special about it other than the engine. Yeah, and, the, the, I, and that's what I'm saying. It's like to me, it's the same as the Skylines, like four door Skylines. Even the coupes, it's just they're just over overdone. They're, everybody has one. Everybody's had one. I just, eh. Doesn't do much for me, unfortunately. Um, as for the one that got away, I miss every day 
the little Nissan NX. <laughs> I am so upset I got rid of that. You don't understand how much I'm upset I got rid of that. I- I've been looking online trying to find one and they're all like you know, 10 times the price is what I paid for my one and I, I just I can't do it. It kills me. I love that thing. What are, You gave it to the records in Union. No, I sold it to a friend of a friend. Okay. Is he one of the coilovers out of it? But then he ended up um, driving that. All right. He, he kept it because his one got stolen. Oh, no way. Yeah. But, oh, that thing was, was so awesome. Five-speed manual, SR20. Sounded like I was in the Fast and Furious every day. <laughs> I, I loved it. I'm actually spewing I got rid of that because if I had the space, I would have kept it. But, oh. yeah, that, that's... That's all I can say. I can't really say there's anything else. When I was looking at when I, when I got the WRX, the STI, the the original, the OG. Um, I told you also, I found a two hundred SX. Okay. Yeah, S fifteen for ninety six hundred dollar dues. Um, yeah. very clean again, ready to roll. And the only thing that turned me off was the first insurance company that I looked at. Refused to insure anyone under 35, <laughs> which, you know, being a 23-year-old didn't seem like a smart idea. So that, that being said, you know, I probably could have insured under my dad and just, you know, driven it. But I decided to go for the Subaru. And, like, I don't regret going for the Subaru because, yeah, like that was also one of my childhood dream cars. It's just, I don't know, if I had the, if I'd gone for the S15, would I still have it today, especially what they're worth now. Because that's the other yeah. thing. I could probably get myself into another WRX if I want to these days. The prices are kind of stabilized. The S15 is no chance. Like, I would not feel right buying one. So that's, that's probably the one for me. And the one that you owned that? Will be the WRX, but now I'll get that back. Yeah. Uh, like, as soon as my brother was like, oh, I'm moving on, I'm like, hand it, hand it back, buddy. Hand it back. <laughs> yeah. It's not too far away. What happened to it? Nothing. Um, My brother-in-law basically said, if you're going to sell it, sell it to me. And said, well, your family, I can't exactly sell it to you. So how about you just take the car for now, drive it, and when you're ready to move on from it, I'll just take it back. Which would be pretty sweet, considering it's appreciated in value. Yeah, good idea. Uh, Alum. Yes? Are we family? <laughs> <laughs> well, considering I only had one sister, and she's married, unfortunately, you can't join my family that way. Uh, I was just hoping I could just, you know... It's your brother from another the mother. STI off you or something. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you probably will get an STI off him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a doctor. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, You'd have to wait till I get my uh, manual Supra. We'll work there. Well, new one. Hey, do you still have the MX Five? Yes. Is that actually still running? Yeah, yeah it's outside. It's outside. It's outside. <laughs> I'm trying to change I the stereo. It's got the stereo removal uh, things pushed into it, and I'm yeah. halfway through the removal process. <laughs> that was what you missed, Adrian, before you joined. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it was late. Hi, Ryan. Uh, one that got away that you could have bought, and the one that you wish you never got rid of. Um, to be honest, mm, nothing that I looked at that I couldn't that got away that I couldn't buy. If I if I like something, I bought it. Um. One that got away, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The one that got away was the Mustang. But also the one that I had, oh, the one that got away that I bought was the, the Charger. I mean, it, 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 did, the Charger. it did need a lot of work. The Mustang was obviously 
Definitely. ready to go straight away, jump in, drive it. But the the charge, obviously, yeah, I didn't get a chance to actually do it and enjoy it. You know, Mustang, I did enjoy a little bit, but still. Did you get rid of the Mustang? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. A long, long time ago. But yeah, no, that was it. Um, look, the Ranger, it's gone, but I don't really, it's not something that I would. He's put a deposit <laughs> on uh, a Raptor. <laughs> no, 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 my next car is going to be a, a BYD, Adrian's, Adrian's favorite. <laughs> Which one? BYD, look. If no, it's... the BYD. Oh, God, no. <laughs> just if you buy a Ranger, you can just come see me and, you know. No, one. I don't want to buy another Ranger. They're, they're not even worth what when, when I bought my own now. Now they're just ridiculously gone up in price for no. There's no extra value in them. Yeah, you're you're, you're telling me. Yeah, it's not. You're telling me. I see them all the time. I, I actually get to drive them, which is awesome. So sometimes we get fleet cars that come down, which we do work on, and you know, mm. we got to drive them back into the warehouse to park up, and yeah, you know, I get to drive them, and I'm like. These are not worth seventy to eighty grand. I just no. no. Yeah, like, like, I mean, none of these. We've, we've said about it before. None of these dual cabs. Like, Hiluxes drive terribly. Dmaxes don't drive as don't drive as well as a Ranger, but they're good. Ranger's actually probably the best driving one. But like, they're they're not worth. They're not a seventy thousand dollar driving. No, car. they're just not. No, the only one that's worth the money is a Lebanese domestic vehicle. But they'll rust up on you, Adrian. They'll rust up on you. It doesn't matter. For those 500 kilometers or less, they're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like your mate's being 500. Oh, you made it to Waterloo back. Wow. It did. Wow. It did. That, that's going to make it. I'm telling you. That's going to make it until the warranty is up. As as it's got to 500 Ks. That's only 500 Ks that's done. <laughs> Uh, for me, it would be the car. The car that I could have bought, and I wish I and I messaged the guy. Well, no, no, I was about to message the guy, and then the car went off car sales. It was a um, it was back in two thousand or eleven. It was a F six Typhoon, but it was an R spec, and it was in the yeah. only one that came in R spec in dash green. Like it was a very late color, and it was had to be a special order cars. And I was like, "Oh, that's a nice car." And I convinced my I convinced my, my mom and dad, "Let's go look at it." They're like, "All right, we'll we'll, we'll go do that." Um, and we, I, I about to message the guy, and then the car went off car went off cars. I was like, "Oh, spewing! I, I, that, that's a shame." Anyway, um, I find it like a, I kid you not, like a year later, that car ended up getting stolen. That's the reason why I got taken off um, taken off car sales, and and then like a year later after that, uh, there was some. F6 Typhoon parts in dash green that were coming up on eBay for sale. And I'm like, oh, I put two and two together. I'm like, there was probably only two F6 in dash green and one still going. And the other one was an aspect. So that says to me that the person that sold it was still selling the rest of the parts. Um, so I could have saved it, but I didn't get there in time. So that, that's the one that I could have gotten that got away. Um, the one that I wish I didn't sell, um, probably my first laser. I actually really missed that car. No, sorry, the Camry. And and the camera, the camera was a cracking car. I wish I didn't get rid of that. That was just super smooth and. No, it's a Subaru. Uh, and the Forester, yeah, yeah semi <laughs> Well, it's still there, but it's, there. it's not there. <laughs> well, I'm getting it back after she's destroyed it, and I'm going to make it my own again at some point. I was going to, I was going to ask you when Ratna couldn't find the problem. I think he was going to point it out to your sister and yeah. say, "Yeah, that's the problem." <laughs> <laughs> and the one that you should be getting rid of, the glorified taxi typhoon. Yep. That's not going anywhere. Um, so, <laughs> why would you get rid of the time? <laughs> uh, 
You got more time for one more, Alan? Because it's a glorified taxi. Alan's going to go, but um, uh, Alan, thanks for joining us on the show. It's my Bye, Alan. pleasure. See you guys see later. Alan. Um, Have fun in your hairdresser's car. Hey, hey, you see this fade? All right. That's how it looks I like know. clean. It's, it's sexy. The, it's the MX-5. Oh, it's sexy. I'm going to do nice. your, your Get all the hairdressers. Um, we'll talk. We'll talk. In, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what I'll throw up a bit of time and I'll show you how to take it out. One more before we go. We'll, uh, we'll move on to uh, Lachlan Gilbert's question. He asks, what is the car that started it all? And what shenanigans have you and your vehicle been involved in? So what was the one car that for you that started it all as a as a car enthusiast? Uh, and what was the car um, that you uh, and what shenanigans have you and your vehicle been involved in? So I think that's in two. I think that's in two parts really that question because, like, what is the one car? Well, we'll ask what is the one car that started it all because the, the shenanigans and questions might be that car that started it for you might be another car. So. Uh, is that like from when you were young or from when you started driving? It's not really clear, but I'll, I'll, it's you can see you can say for either. I'm happy for either. Okay, am I going first or yeah, sure, let, let Scotty go? Scotty, you. Okay. Um. Hmm. One that probably started to get me towards cars because to begin with, I was all about um, airplanes, jet fighters, all that. Still am, still like them, but it's moved more into cars because it's more attainable. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's that's you can buy a plane for thirty five grand. It's <laughs> just keeping it. <laughs> you actually can. <laughs> hey, it's not like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's where like I guess mine started when when I was a kid. It was more jet fighters and stuff. So it wasn't until um, later on. Uh, I think what's Started it probably was the Mustang. Um, and then I think probably I started getting a poster of the, if you remember the yellow HSV GTS Coupe, yeah. the Coupe, if you remember that. They were, a, I mean, they still are a sick looking car. Like, I love, I love, I freaking love those. They look fantastic. Um, and then Moved to Skylines, and it's an odd one. It started with just going through forums and stuff like that and looking for my first car and all that. And there was just something about the stove taillights, and it just kind of reminded me of memories that I've forgotten about that my parents, you know, had one. And like it just sparked from there because I completely thought they've gone through heaps of cars. I was super, super young when they had it. So, you know, I, I didn't even remember much or anything about it at all. And kind of looking at it, just something clicked in my head and just brought back that memory and that feeling again and uh, kind of drew me towards Skylines that that bit more than than um, some other cars. But I think that kind of started it. And then it's just snowballed from there to liking like pretty much every single car out there. <laughs> it's just snowballed. Um, what was the other question? Uh, shenanigans with your car. Oh, shenanigans. Um, can, can we say them or are we going to get in trouble? Just uh, <laughs> say it didn't happen in Australia. Oh, really. no, Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. Happened in so well, there's been many, many things, many funny things, and not, not really like speeding, just real funny things on little dirt roads and stuff that's that's happened and weird scenarios. But um, 
there's heaps. I'll, I'll, I'll say the one that, that happened today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so driving home from work on one of the um, back roads. So it's I'm going through, it's meant to be 80. All right. So doing the speed limit, this other car, two, uh, two other cars come like flying up, like, holy crap. They came from absolutely nowhere. There's a couple of cars in front of me. So we're just pulling along and then it gets to a hundred and we're doing, you know, the speed limit or a bit more or whatever going along. And then one of them comes out and overtakes all of us. And the other one, the other one doesn't stays behind me. Um, we come to a turn comes to like a, a full left-hand turn to go on to the next road and you'd speed up and do a hundred. And I went, yep. Yeah, and overtook the little, this little blue car. And off I went doing, you know, just over a hundred and that. And then the guy in a, um, it was just a new Kia, nothing special about it. Pretty crap comes, comes out. He was like part of the, the other, the other car, the other cars already like long gone up there, but he seems to want to catch him or something. I don't know why. And he comes out to, to overtake me. So he's coming up and then I've, he's had like a pretty good run up and then he comes up to me and then I floor it. And then I start pulling away and he's still out in that lane. I'm um, trying to catch up. Then I back off and then he catches up. He's getting ahead and I just go, yeah, move forward again. <laughs> I'm laughing my head off. It's the funniest thing ever. Um, and then it gets pretty quick. So then I, I I just back off and just let him slot in front. And then it's it's a game. I don't know if you've ever played it before, but when people overtake you, they always want to try and get further. So that's their mission. Um, and my mission is to keep that exact same gap. That, you know, the, what is it meant to be? The two seconds? Two second rule, yeah. The two second rule. I keep that no matter what. So, because I want them to be driving along and not looking in their rearview mirror and they're just like, yeah, it's got way ahead. And then they look back and they're like, oh, what? He's still in the exact same spot. So <laughs> that's what I imagine they're thinking the whole time. <laughs> so, no matter what they're doing, if they're slowing down or going faster, I keep that exact same distance just to try and freak them out. I don't know if it does, but, you know, I, I just imagine that they're not looking in the rear view and they're still going like way ahead, flooring it, like, yeah, going through the corners. And then they'll just look back and see me in the exact same spot. <laughs> not tailgating or anything like that, just keeping that safe distance but in the exact same spot. So that's kind of the shenanigans I like to do. It's pretty funny. Adrian. What was the first question? <laughs> what, was, what was the car that started all for you? Um, that is a tough one. I'd probably say the earliest memory that I'd have when it comes to like, the whole cars was getting very excited to see the new Monaro, mm. the yellow one, when it was at Crown Casino, and then being told, no, you can't go see it because you're a kid. And it was in the actual casino part. Oh, that sucks. That 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 was like <laughs> irritating. Um, but then being able to see it when the motor show was on because it was back when that was a thing. Um, so yeah, that that's really what started me off in it. And the other one that actually started me off, and Maddie, you may remember the car. Dad's good old VP wagon. Wagon, I do remember that car. The red one. The red I remember that car. That was a nice car. That, that was, yeah, good old six-cylinder, made it to look like a HSV. <laughs> but, God, that was a nice car. I enjoyed that. Thing. 
Very, very, very I fun. Really. I was just like, damn, I was really well kept in the Yeah, he, he always took care of that car. Um, but unfortunately, Dad sold it on, and now I can't find it. I'm pretty sure it's scrapped, but yeah, as all the VP wagons are these days. But um, yeah, that, that was another car that yeah really got me into it because we had that. Oh, my whole life basically uh, up until we sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did like that. Um, the other thing that really got me into cars was Duke's Hazard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sat there religiously and watched all seven seasons. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've watched it about four times through as well. <laughs> like, I used to love the se- the seasons, love the series, so good. Um, Did that movie, show finish? In the movie, in the movie they're like, yeah, they yeah. finished it in season seven, I believe it was. There wasn't many episodes, but yeah, they, they finished it. So it had like a proper finish, not just, and then yeah, yeah. All I know is that at the start of season seven, they finally explained how the General Lee came around, as in oh. in the storyline of how the General Lee became what it was. Um, and then, yeah, I believe at the end, um, I think it was they all just decided to move on with their lives. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. That movie killed but, a lot of cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie was, um, the movie was terrible. I, I, mm-hmm. I did not like, like, Going from the series to the movie, it, it was just, it wasn't the same. I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to make it like if it was made in the early 2000s. But that movie just, it, it didn't have the heart that the original series had. And I think that's what got me the most. Um, but I still watch it. I still like the movie for a different reason. But yeah, as I said, I just always loved Dukes of Hazard loved the 69 Charger until everybody started going, oh, yeah, that's the best style that was around, and now I don't like it. I, I don't like a lot of things that a lot of people do. So, um, but, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm going to say it all started for me. As for shenanigans. No, we don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the M3 is not working. <laughs> It, it, it depends on what car I mean. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, one well, of my favorite. going to happen in the disco. <laughs> oh no, the, the disco is awesome. The disco, the disco is scary because like once it gets up and boogies, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Like it's got no brakes for the speed it's going, and uh, that thing's an interesting car. Oh, I, I love it with the disco though because it's a lot taller now. I've just got to wait for. As I said, the bull bar and the spotlights. But with that car, I just love when people decide to sit in the wrong lane doing under the speed limit. And um, you got to try and tell them to move on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this big car coming up behind you, they, they get a bit scared and move over. It's just, it, it, I don't know. I find it fun. It's enjoyable. I, I enjoy doing that in my in my brother's eighty series. The four inch lift, like you, you, the people would just yeah. see the rear view mirror. Just the, they just see they just monstrosity. See the, they see the license plate. That's like, oh god! And then out of the way. It was great. 
Oh, it's gross. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Tyrone. Um, I don't know where it actually started. Like, I've always, I mean, I've always liked cars. And as you, you probably know, I've always liked old cars, you know, the older, older, the better, um, kind of back in the day. That's what I always say, you know, it's so much easier. I mean, America is not a good place to live, but it's a good place for cars, you know, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing, you know. So I think, obviously, yeah, it's it's it started probably from my side is obviously when I went like getting into actually like physically doing things with cars probably when I first got the Mustang that was probably when like I obviously before that I had the Corolla and 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 stuff like that which was yeah just a modern car you know it's just a a modern car that you you can't really do much because everything's plastic and everything's just covered under the hood and you know all squashed into that one small spot but yep. obviously then looking at the mustang where there's like you know room See? in the engine bay <laughs> there's like room in the engine bay where you could like do things but yeah um yeah it probably started off there um shenanigans well every day is a shenanigan i guess <laughs> <laughs> but actually shenanigans used to be not in the car used to be in the truck that I used to drive. <laughs> when you get when you get people that don't know that don't know anything about a truck or or you know anything like you know jumping in in front of you and you know thinking that you're trying to block them but you're actually just keeping in in you're staying in the, in the lane because you know that up ahead you know the left lane's going to close and then they get pissed off with you and then they try to come in front of you and cut you off because you're going so slow but actually you're going you're going as fast as you can <laughs> you know but yeah it's just yeah around that time yeah there was a lot of road rage <laughs> a lot of, a lot of road rage um driving there and the only thing good with it is like obviously you could beat them in one way, oh, yeah. is you had the biggest horn. Yeah. <laughs> you had the bigger horn. So even if they try to beep you, you just outbeat them in the horn any any day. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's uh, you get you get a lot. I remember I pulled up to actually when I had the Ranger, I pulled up to another Ranger, and I could see this guy edging and edging and edging at the line. And obviously, I had the eye drive, so I had faster, I had I had faster takeoff, you know, and, and a quicker response. Basically, it wasn't anything done to it, just quicker response. And then yeah, and then he he flo he like as soon as the light goes green, he floors it. And then I knew the obviously he, he didn't have it because it was a lag in, in his. So as soon as he floored, I just put my foot down here. <laughs> I could not see him. I could not see them, but yeah, I, those eye drive things are they great. They are, yeah, they do a lot. You, you can know, get it for your car. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, you can get it for them. So even my cousin, he's just got a he bought a Jeep. He bought a freaking Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee Lorado, um, and yeah, he just goes that the the response is very um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the response in that currently now, I go, yeah, it's a lag. I go, even though it's a petrol car, it's still got the lag in it, you know. I go, put an iDrive and then watch, you'll see. You you, you, you will not even dare put your foot down that hard. <laughs> the best, the funniest thing was when people used to come and test drive the Ranger, I used to not tell them about the iDrive. And then they sit in, and you know, some most people have got the heavy, heavy foot, yeah. They put their foot on it and it just takes off. In front of it. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, yeah, it's got an iDrive in there. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah, it'll be for those probably. For me, it was, I guess my first memories of cars were my dad's permanent green Holden Gemini. Mm. 
They were good. They were really good. He's sitting in his lap and he he's like, all right, we'll drive into the garage and and he, and he, I was like a three year old and I sit in his lap and then just just turn the wheel. He'd be turning the wheel, but I'd be pretending I was doing it. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm trying to trying to change the gear with the clutch, and my dad would be doing with the gearbox work. And we drive it in, and it was just the, that the feeling of being able to move a mechanical object, mm. I guess for me was was the one the one thing that really yeah really kind of got kind of, kind of got me uh, into cars and and from a young age and anything with an engine or wheels for that matter was uh, was in my domain. Mum said I to sit in the vacuum cleaner once you'd be back in the house because because I made noise and had four wheels, so. Yeah. Um, it's yeah anything anything like that was was just kind of definitely definitely for me uh shenanigans has been many these going sideways in the camry was was fun that was, <laughs> that was terrifying but fun um you just hoped that the wheels would hang on <laughs> yeah, I was, well, one time it spun out i came head to head with a like head on because i spun, I spun right around and did like a 180 and head on with a uh with a um a hummer h tool oh. <laughs> And the guy just put his hand out like, what the hell? I'm like, dude, I don't even know. Um, so, so, so that was fun. Uh, but probably one of the most fun times I had was with my laser, Adam Grasso, who's a good friend of the show. He's been around many times. Um, and, well, he had an Astra. Yeah, Astra. <laughs> and what we always do, we do like crap about and, and, and shit just about how much, um, how much our cars were, were, you know, were better than each other. And he's like, oh, well, let's actually do something else. Let's 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 go to Quarter Park one night for a laugh. We actually go there and I end up damaging my car. But that's it was it was fun and um I, what was the quarter mile time you got out of that? We did like sixteens and I think he did like a high fifteen, which is which is not too bad for for like dude, they're naturally aspirated, you know, nuggets. Um because it was funny because like, uh, on our last run that we because we we were trying to line up all the time, but they, they didn't let us line up in our, in our last race. So uh, the person that I line up against was a uh, a, a modified VESS with the freaking loudest yeah. kick. My, my car was shaking. I'm like, oh god, this guy, this guy's gonna destroy me. Anyway, he gets like a nine point eight, not yeah, like a like a, it's a quick car. And then um, and then I did like this high sixteen. <laughs> and James has been on the show as well. Um, um, my, my cousin James, that is James from established. He um, he he was recording from the grandstand and was like. Oh, there, and that's so and so with his SS coming on. And he's, he had enough time to have a couple of sentences. And he's like, and there goes the <laughs> So I'm going to find that video for you guys. I'll, I'll put it in the chat. But um, yeah, it was it was, it was was a good time. I, I, uh, what, what is it about slow cars at the drags? It's just so much fun. It's fun, dude. Like, like you're ringing it out, and you're know, like, I think I hit 150 Ks an hour. And then, like, at the stop mark, I just kept going because I was like, <laughs> So I, like, <laughs> I went to the drags recently and they had a G like a single cab GU patrol up against the Hilux and they were doing 20 second quarter miles. I saw but that video. Everybody like we, we were there. I, I was dying of laughter, but everybody's there like screaming and like carrying on because it is so goddamn funny that, that they're there and doing like, 22nd quarter miles. <laughs> but we're just crying. It would have been, I, I remember seeing the video because it got, got shared on Facebook. Everyone's like, this is the funniest, the best race of the night. And I pissed myself. It was so good. 
Oh, there was an eight-second Supra that was there. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. But these cars, like, pull up next to each other, and we're just, like, cheering. Oh, I was so good. Yeah, that's the best part. That, that for me, makes makes racing fun. I think we'll, we'll continue with these questions next week. Uh, but, gentlemen, that, that was a fun episode tonight. Yeah, it was good. That was good. It's, it's good that I'm glad Tyrone's still alive. Like... <laughs> Hey, look, I've been alive. And look, you, as soon as I get a car that I could, you know, get parts from the records, he leaves. He leaves. <laughs> he leaves. He literally leaves. <laughs> nah, that's all good. Um, yeah. Uh, Scotty's golf tip of the week. Uh, golf tip of the week is, hmm. We've covered most of the main points. We might go back to putting. Yeah. This is how good. important putting is. So make sure you get yourself a good a good putter that you're comfortable with. Well, you play um, golf? Yeah. You play golf? Oh yeah, we should go for one. Yeah, I play quite a bit. Yeah, I've got all I've got uh, I've got Yeah, all my sets are tailor made. So so I've got a tailor made spider. So Scotty is our business. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I do I, I got have the it. I got the tailor made um sim twos mm. at the moment, the irons. Yeah, what we come up? They're pretty good. Okay. <laughs> There's a golf talk. Nice. <laughs> you do actually. You, he's correct. You do actually need a good putter. It makes a difference. It just makes it feel a lot better. You know, I've got. I was using this um, real old one for ages. It was cheap, and I thought, you know, what's the point? You're still putting, hitting it dead straight. But when you use a new one that's more weighted, and you feel it behind it, it makes a big yeah, difference. It does very good. Get, a, get yourself a good putter. Uh, like and share our Facebook pages, Car Talk TRQ. If you missed miss any of our previous episodes, they are all on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasting apps. So, subscribe, rate, review to us there. Check out our merch, go to Teespring Store, go to teespring.com, type in Car Talk um, Store, uh, and buy some merch there. Support us, or you can support us by becoming a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk Podcast. Hi to our fellow patrons on there. Gentlemen, good to see Adrian and and, uh, and Tyrone back. We'll have to have you guys back. Mm-hmm. You guys are a bit more free. Um, and we'll uh, see you next time. Take it easy. See ya. Bye.